Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Monday. No, wait a minute. Is that is that the way I start? Do I say, do I say welcome, everyone? Do I say good afternoon, everyone? I say, I don't remember. Do you remember? Do you, how, how do I start my podcast? I don't remember. How do I start? Do I say, welcome to the Theology Central studio? Do I say, welcome to Abilene, Texas? Do do I say, do you remember? Because it feels like it's been six months since I've been sitting in front of this microphone. So I don't really know how to do this anymore. So uh, let me, let me see here and figure this out. Let me see. What should I say? Good afternoon. Okay. It, it is afternoon. All right. So that works. Good afternoon. I probably should tell you the day. So good afternoon. It is Monday, October the 10th. It is still 2022. It is currently 1.12 p.m. Central Time. And yes, I am coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Does that does that sound familiar to you? It, it's starting to come back to me. Yes, a little bit of joking this afternoon, but it does feel like it's been a long time since I've been sitting in front of this microphone. And it, it, it always, when you take, when you, you know, you've been gone for like six days, seven days, eight days, however many days it's been, you know, I was, you know, out of the country. When you've been gone for a long time, it is, it's, it's, it's kind of funny considering how many years I've been sitting in front of a microphone and talking. But there, when you come back, there's almost a sense of, of a little bit of nervousness. It's like, okay, do I remember how to do this? Will anyone actually listen to me ever again? Did, did all of my listeners go somewhere else? It, there is always that kind of like, it feels like brand new. It feels like it's the first time I was sitting in front of a microphone. So I, I guess that's a good thing because I, I still like to have that sense of excitement and that I, you know, I'm trying to do something important. I mean, from the from the very first time that I sat down in front of a microphone and started either doing, you know, Bible teaching, devotional messages, commentary, looking at what's going on in the Christian world, I really wanted, I really, really deep down wanted to try to do something positive, to try to to help someone, to do something worthwhile. And there, there's a part of me that is at least honest enough to realize that, you know, when, when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done and I'm dead, yeah, I'm not going to be remembered. This podcast probably has made very little significance in anyone's life, but at least I can say I went down trying. At least I can say I gave it everything I could. I recorded thousands upon thousands upon thousands of hours of content. And maybe there'll be two or three people going, wow, that podcast had a profound impact on my life. Or even if it didn't have a profound impact, you just like the fact that, well, every time you picked up your phone, there I was talking about something. So I guess time away makes you uh, makes you a little nervous that maybe, uh, you know, uh, I guess it makes you question what, what you know, what am I actually accomplishing? What am I actually doing? Because you, you're away from it and you just feel like everyone's going to forget it, which then makes you kind of question the worthiness of your endeavor. You know, it almost makes you feel like vanity of vanities, all is vanity. I know that's very, <laughs> very 
negative, very maybe depressing, but but it does hit you a little bit when you when you're like, okay, well, another day's gone by. Another day's gone by. I'm not in front of that microphone. And then you kind of it kind of hits you. No one really cares. No one, no one's not no one's worried that you're no longer there. They've moved on. And so um, but but I have tried. I have tried my best to to do what I think I can to help people. And one of the things I've tried to do, there's the transition. One of the things I've tried to do is constantly try to warn the church about issues that I think are absolutely detrimental, negative, destroying, and tearing the church apart, right? I talked way, way back how I felt the church was handling the whole issue of homosexuality and that it it was getting distracted on arguments and making uh, unbiblical arguments and making more cultural arguments than theological arguments. And, And so I talked about that. And then, of course, you know I've been talking about forever, the political hijacking of the American church. I have been talking about that for so many years. The the church has become politically hijacked. The church has become politically hijacked. We cannot allow this to happen. The, The church is not an arm of a political party. The church isn't a is not a part of this world. We're not of the world. And we're we're not to follow the patterns of the world and we're not to be involved in these cultural wars. We have a theological, biblical, we have a spiritual message. And and I've talked about that and talked about that and talked about that. And hopefully, maybe there's one or two people out there I've made them question, maybe, or maybe help them. Maybe I made them question the way they were thinking, but maybe there's a couple of people who was going down that politically hijacked path stumbled upon my podcast and was like, man, I'm going the wrong direction here. Let me get back to scripture and to Christ and to prayer and to the church and to theology and to doctrine and to church history and to devotional and, and scripture and, 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 and get, just get away from all of these conspiratorial political nonsense that has so and basically captured and taken over Christianity. So I've been trying to warn about that. I again I don't I don't know what I've accomplished. Sometimes you just feel like you're just standing in an empty room screaming at a wall and and you realize you know what what am I even what am I even attempting to do? But I'm going to continue to try. So what I'm going to do right now, this is going to be very quick, very short, very simple. But I thought just to kind of enter back into the world of live broadcasting just to kind of ease myself back into it. I don't know how many live broadcasts will get accomplished today. Some of them may be later this evening, but we will find out. Got a long story. I'll explain everything later. But um, someone, while I was gone, sent me the following email. I received this. Actually, I received it yesterday. So I I had uh, at 8.17 p.m. So I I had returned back from my trip. And uh, so I do appreciate this, but they sent this to me. Um, at October the 9th at 8.17 p.m., just making sure you have discovered this podcast. They provide a link to the Apple Podcast app, which is awesome because, well, they gave a link to an Apple podcasting app. See, that's okay. All right, just a joke there. All of the episodes are sobering. That's what how they describe it. Tom Noble, not familiar with the name, is a Texan. Okay, well, I live in Texas. Christian. Southern Baptist, well, I'm a Texan, I'm a Christian, definitely not a Southern Baptist, 
Definitely not. But I became a Christian in a Southern Baptist church. My first church I ever attended was a Southern Baptist church. But it says Tom, Tom Noble is a Texan, Christian, Southern Baptist, and speaking out. Now, I, I'm like speaking out about what? <laughs> okay. Like they, they, I like the way they kind of gave me the tease because I'm, they didn't give me enough information that I could just look at it and go, okay, maybe I'll get to it. No, they left me with, they gave me just the amount of information that made me go, oh, I've got to look. I don't know what, what are they speaking out against? What are they speaking out for? I don't know. They didn't tell me. So I followed the link. The link opened up the uh, uh, Apple podcast app. And this is what I found. Noble House Podcast. Noble House Podcast. And I started looking at the episodes. First thing, there's a trailer, which I'm going to play for you here in a second. Then it says, Noble House, uh, see, episode one, Sins of the Father. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Sometimes the truth is a hard thing. Tom Noble deals with the truth of CRT as it involves his family and its history. Now, that one I'm a little interested in only because, and just, and I know many will disagree with me, I believe CRT, critical race theory, has become a boogeyman within the evangelical world, basically promoted more by Fox News than I think anything reasonable. I mean, I know that may offend some people, but that critical race theory is this, and, 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 and I've had Christians tell me critical race theory is a threat to the church, and I don't believe critical race theory is a threat to the church. I believe Christian nationalism and the political hijacking of the church is far greater danger to the church than critical race theory. I think the whole critical race theory it reminds me of the 80s and the great, you know, satanic conspiracy that there were teams of Satanists going around that was going to kidnap your children and offer them as a sacrifice at midnight. There's been documentaries about it. It's shown up in television shows. To me, critical race theory feels the exact same way. And I lived through all of that nonsense in the 80s. But Sins of Our Fathers, that's episode one. Okay, kind of giving me, I don't, I don't know which direction that's going to take me. Episode two. Christian nationalism and choosing Barabbas. Tom Noble, a Christ follower, explores the dangers of Christian nationalism from the perspectives of both the Constitution and the Bible. Wow. Now that, so that seems to tell me that I think that they will have a, uh, this podcast may have a, a more balanced view on critical race theory, but they're speaking out against Christian nationalism. We need all the Christian podcasts we can we can have speaking out against Christian nationalism. So that's a good thing. Next, episode three, making America grieve again, the day the party drowned. Ironically, it was his very struggle against the forces at the base of the dam that killed him. He didn't know that the only way out was counterintuitive. If he hadn't tried to keep his head above water, but instead dive down to where the current, and then it stops right there. That sounds interesting. Don't know where that's going. Next, episode four, independent at the crossroads. Would you consider voting for an independent candidate running against Senator Ted Cruz in 2024? Well, I know what I would consider. I don't vote. I know that, that puts me because I, I'm not, yeah, just, I won't even go into all of that. Uh, September the 25th, they put, they produced an episode called The Sedition Files. Number one, the peaceful transvi- transition of power, where do you stand? 
And then Sunday, they released an episode, The Sedition Files, Sedition in the Name of Jesus. All of these are episodes of the Noble House podcast, and I want you to look that up right now. Stop what you're doing. Look up the Noble House podcast, or just Noble House, N-O-B-L-E, Noble House podcast. Subscribe to it. Start listening to it. Communicate with me. Tell me which episode that you think was the most powerful, or if there was a segment of an of a, of a podcast that you want me to like review or examine, or now or doing a, a live broadcast where we analyze it. We do some, I, you know, we 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 take it apart and we we discuss it. I, I want your feedback on it. You can email me at newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's news. If at yahoo.com. I definitely want to get your feedback. Again, it's called T- the Noble House Podcast. Tom Noble. It's listed under politics in Apple. That's the category they've placed it under. And uh, well, there's more here I could read about it, but we're just going to play the trailer. The trailer is three minutes. Now, I kind of like the way they did the trailer because Typically, trailers, if you listen to podcast trailers, they have dramatic music, they have the voiceover, they, they go way over there. They, this one is very just basic. It's just one person, I'm assuming the host of the podcast, just describing the podcast. Now, if you look at their reviews, uh, they have uh, fi- uh, they're, they're currently rated with five stars, which is good. Um we were, and they have nine ratings. And just, again, I just cannot stress this enough. If you listen to podcasts on the Apple Podcast app, always, always, I cannot stress this, leave them a, especially if you love it, a five-star ratings and write a review. That's how podcasts get discovered. That's how algorithms pick them up. If you like the Theology Central podcast, Please, if, if you have an Apple device, even if you don't use the Apple Podcast app, go there. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. You don't understand that, yes, when people give financial gifts, that is super helpful for the, for the lifeblood of a podcast. But helping more people discover the podcast that is absolutely essential. So always do that. And and if uh, I don't think the Noble House podcast is on Sermons 2.0, but anytime you listen to something on Sermons 2.0 and you can leave a comment there, that is very important as well. But here's the one review they have, all right? It says, not a Christian. I'm not a Christian, but a disciple of Christ. I fell in love with your TikTok and now your podcast. Your podcast has blessed me. It is idolatry. We are acting like Israel when they wanted a king. Keep up the great teaching. I think it's, I think it's, I think more and more of us are going to kind of say, you know what? I'm not a Christian. Don't call me a Christian. Call me a disciple of Christ. Call me a follower of Christ. Call me anything but a Christian because Christianity has been so hijacked by politics, by this culture war, by this just nonsense, this, this fear of critical race theory. You know, I mean, we could just go all day on all of that, that I am, I'm so glad that this podcast is out there and, and I'm not saying I'm going to agree with everything in it, but I want to hear their perspective as it sounds like they try to warn the church of what is happening and how we're being, well, you can call it idolatry. I think we're being used. 
we are looking, we're looking to the wrong thing to accomplish, I think, the wrong goals. I think we have the wrong motives. I think we have the wrong goals. I think the church is in serious, serious trouble. And it's not critical race theory. It's Christian nationalism. It's, it's not politically, what's destroying the church is not the political hijacking from the left. It's the political hijacking from the right because the political hijacking of the right goes after conservative, theologically sound churches. Yeah, we can say more, but here is the trailer for the Noble House podcast. Please look it up today. Please subscribe. And I want your thoughts. I want your feedback. I want you to tell me what you think. All right, and we'll definitely review at least one episode. We will at least review one episode. We have to, and we'll do our very in-depth, just listen to it all and take it apart and analyze it. We will do that to at least one episode, but I will at least want to drive traffic to it, and hopefully it will prove to be beneficial, right? Hopefully it will be, but let's listen to the trailer. Here we go. Paul Wayans said, Being a leader is a hard job, maybe the hardest job there is. But once you've chosen it, you have a moral obligation to be your best self. Why is that? I believe it's because of something another man said. Max Dupree said that the corporation can never be something that we, its leaders, are not. My name is Tom Noble, and the first time I read these leadership truths was 25 years ago. And since then, I have studied leadership. I've paid attention to other leaders. I've tried to become the best leader that I could be. Our country is in crisis, and as Kevin Costner's character, Ten Cup, said, define the moment or the moment will define you. Now, I would stop right here. Personally, I wouldn't worry about the country being in crisis. I I, I know that that sounds counterintuitive, but listen to me. When Christians become so concerned with the country being in crisis, I think we become distracted and we know the look, the country. Let me make it very clear. The country, every country is in crisis. You know why? Because every country has people in it who do not follow Christ, who have not been redeemed, who have not been regenerated, who are not saved. Every country in the world is in crisis because there are those who need the gospel. But if we see the crisis as, oh, there's a crisis politically, there's a crisis economically, there's a crisis morally, when we look to that, then we seek to fix those crises, but we seek to fix it in most, almost every single case in the wrong way. If you say, well, the country is in crisis, the country is in crisis because it needs Christ. It needs, it needs scripture. It needs the gospel. That's what it needs. But when we see these individual crises, then we start running around trying to fix them. We need to get back to what the world needs is the gospel. So I would say the church is in crisis. The church is in crisis. The church, the country is always in crisis because they need Christ. The church is in crisis because we are abandoning Christ and we are, we are, we are giving up Christ for Barabbas. We are, we are selling out Christ for political power and influence and we're seeking to fix the country's crisis through fleshly and carnal means. But uh, let's continue listening. And that leads to my deeper, more personal why. I'm a Christ follower, a Baptist. And from 1980 to last summer, I was also a Republican. But in 2016, a Fox personality asked prominent Dallas Baptist preacher and Trump promoter Robert Jeffress 
What would he say to other evangelicals like me who are having a hard time committing to voting for Republican candidate Donald Trump instead of Hillary Clinton? Jeffress looked into the camera and responded that the Bible had a word for evangelicals like me. Fool. That same year, Jeffress would tell groups that he didn't think that we needed a statesman or a Sunday school teacher for president, that he was looking for the meanest SOB he could find to protect this country. And that, coming from a Baptist minister, is blasphemy. And wrapping the church in the flag is idolatry. I'm going to dive deeper into this in a future episode. The fact that I am now a party leper, a political independent, it's not because I can't decide what I believe. It's because I know exactly what I believe. And it doesn't fit neatly into either political party. In addition to the Christian nationalism, the idolatry of the Christian nationalism, I'm also going to talk about the truth of January 6th, the lack of moral courage and integrity among many of our political leaders, that CRT isn't just a culture war acronym. It's my family history, dating back to the enslavement of black Americans by my grandfather's grandfathers. We have to confront the truth of our history, whether it's 1861 or January 6, 2021. In 1861, my family came down on the wrong side of God in history. This podcast, Noble House Podcast, is about real talk, confronting, accepting the truth, becoming our best selves, choosing better servant leaders, and in the process, building a better union. I plan to release the first episode in two weeks. And it will deal with what others call CRT, but for me, is more personal. Finding Preacher. I hope you'll join me. There you have it. That's the trailer for Noble House Podcast. Again, very different than most trailers where you have the dramatic music, the voiceover. They went with a very simplistic, straightforward uh, approach. I love that. And uh, I would challenge you to look up the podcast, start listening to it. Um, it's it's going to cover lots of issues we've talked about right here behind this microphone. But again, sometimes I feel like all the discussions about this is just – it doesn't matter. It's like, it's like you're like, hey, here's this preacher, and, and they're, they're getting focused on CRT. It doesn't matter. No, people will still – yeah, I, I, there's just so many things I could say about all of this. But we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. And sometimes you feel like just giving up. But this warning sound, all I can do is sound the alarm. All I can do is sound the warning. And all I can do is point people to what I believe to be resources to get you to continue to think about this subject from a biblical and theological perspective, because the church is in crisis. The church is being destroyed. The church is being taken over. The church is being torn apart until biblical Christianity Listen, in name is being written out of existence, and biblical Christianity is going to have to be found in something, well, not called Christian, because Christian is becoming nothing more than a cultural war movement and a political party. And biblical Christianity is going to have to be called, I don't know, disciples of Christ, um, and, you know, found outside of the church. And that's a, a sad state of affairs, but I really believe that's where we are headed. And we will talk more about it. But to, but for now, forget about me. Find the Noble House podcast. Start listening to it. And I want your feedback. You can send it to me, newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. We'll be talking more about these issues because we always return to them in some way, shape, or form. I will say this. Um, since we've been gone, I don't know if you listened to me uh, yesterday, three hours of teaching yesterday, 
on what, what I believe is one of our most important series on the proper distinction of law and gospel. Um, if the church is in crisis, it's in crisis because it's been politically hijacked, and it's in crisis because it's become theologically illiterate. And I think one of the greatest areas of theological danger the church has found as it's itself is we've abandoned a proper distinction between law and gospel, which has in many ways destroyed the actual gospel. So we no longer are preaching the true gospel, but another gospel, which is not actually another gospel. It's a false gospel. We need a proper distinction between law and gospel. Please look up that series um, on the understanding law and gospel. If you download the Church One app, Church O-N-E, that's Church O-N-E. Look up our, our, the different series. You'll see it, Understanding Law and Gospel. Please list, listen to those three parts um, or just listen to part one and see if it's something you think is important. But I think I, I typically don't try to promote our, one of our series, but I'm going to be promoting this one because I think it's that very important. But enough with all of that. Go look up the Noble House podcast. Let me know what you think. And uh, well, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day. God bless.